Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to a new episode of Ecom Lab, a podcast by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano. I'm the CEO of Ecomsi. And today we have a special guest. Uh, his name is Omar. He's the CEO of Margin Business, which is also Hi. an agency like us. Uh, today, actually, we're going to be discussing a very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about listing optimization and how to help the localization of Amazon US businesses to make the jump to Europe. And we're going to be discussing like the pros and cons. Uh, but now, without any further de delay, let me introduce you, Mar. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for, uh, for having me today. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Brilliant. Yeah, th thank you for coming. I know you you have great experience and knowledge around uh, helping thank businesses you. to do the expansion around Europe because I know your agency helps a lot with everything that has to do with the listing optimization in different languages and how to help with setting up the account in these other marketplaces. So I think it's going to be great to hear some of the tips and everything that your agency does. But before we jump into that, I think it would be very nice to hear just a bit about you, your background, how you jump into Amazon, about a little bit about the business, and then, of course, we can jump into the topic. Yeah. Okay, great, great. Yeah, so, yeah, my name is uh, Omar Angri. I'm the CEO of MarginBusiness.com. And, yeah, let's uh, jump right uh, into it. Um, my background is, I think, quite quite uh, unusual. I mean, it always has been related to the Internet, to the new market. To everything when we go back uh, 10 years i'm actually have been a graphic designer or even more this is more than 10 years this is like that's okay this is like 20 years okay <laughs> so <Yes>. i've been <laughs> i learned graphic design you know and and along the way um i have been an account manager for uh yeah for financial uh services in the gaming sector okay. um and afterwards uh, i kind of uh wanted to to be like everyone, you know, who want to be a full entrepreneur, who wanted to be um, without going to work every day and, and seeing the, the necessity of actually changing something in the world mm. and not just to contribute to a company where then this, the, the, the owner uh, is taking out uh, the funds to do whatever with it, you know. Um, actually, I didn't see the, the impact and I wanted to do an impact in this world. So I said, okay, I need to work on my own in order to, um, to do that, so um, yeah, then we uh, we came actually into the uh, sector of uh, Amazon. Um, mm -hmm. We began to translate. It was ten years ago. We were translating. Um, uh, me and the co-founder uh, Emily, uh, we were translating. Uh, she's French. I'm German. So we were we were tr uh, translating our na native languages. And back then, it was you know nothing special. You know, it was yeah. just yeah translating. You know, yeah. but then we found then we found out that it's actually there is something which we can do there, you know, because hmm. with our translation, this special customers we have and we, we had and we still have right now, he really increased his sales. And we yeah. say, wow, there is something, it's not just like uh, we do some, we do some, 
some work for 12, yeah. for 12 hours crazy no there is something we can change actually you know so we came back again into our thoughts that we need to change something actually and went um on and on and on and tried things and, and found out that there is a, a localization but first was the keywords actually yeah. the keywords changed a lot as well so yeah. back then when there was no helium 10 or anything we had to go there uh, now into ourselves excel sheets uh, everything mm. uh, you know check which one are the best keywords in this category yeah. um i mean it was a lot easier back then because there were a lot less sellers and a yeah. lot less professional sellers as well so there was yeah. a big advantage if you understood the system that you yes. really could push it so along the way there came other clients and we built it up and uh, um it it went really uh, big let's say not wow big but you know a small company uh, was yeah. created out out of this and uh we helped a few people along the way a few companies have grown and um, they stayed with us as well. So we are now an uh, agency, small agency of uh, 20 uh, with 20 employees. And we are uh, fighting our way through the jungle of Amazon, trying hmm. to yeah. trying to keep updated because you cannot say, yeah, I know everything. No, you don't yeah. know everything. Every day you know, change like, everything. It's like yeah. when I wake up in the morning, it's like, what happened now? What is this? Yeah. You know, what New did policy. they implement again? <laughs> New policy. Exactly. So. There is always something to do, especially yeah. with the localization and um, the listing uh, listing process. Yeah, how they see it. I mean, it's 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 completely crazy. But still, I think for our company, we're still very very um, stable in in terms of policies of Amazon. At the moment, we were not hit too much. There were not too many changes. I mean, a big change that we all know is uh, that you can now upload your photos for each and every yes. country. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big changes that we have. If you look at PPC or if you look out, out at traffic, um, at reviews, then you you know if you you cannot even uh, follow up on all the policies yeah. that they are bringing out. So it's a very very Crazy, yeah. thin ice <laughs> you're walking on. So I think yeah. this is what we have here, and it's really uh, something we're we're looking to expand as well in the future and continue as well in the future, because we are from the European Union. We know what the different customers need. And you just, you especially uh, yourself, you know that mainland Spanish is not the same as South American yeah. Spanish. Although it's the same, it's the same language, but yes. there's a different culture. You know, there's some. Yes. It's not too big, you know, but yeah. still, there is there is something. There's different different differences between talking to a South American customer and a European yeah. customer. So yeah. this is this is what we do, and um, this is what we try to perfect. Uh, every day we're not perfect we learn every day and uh we're we're trying to to understand the the, the business same as you do same as that's other uh, business providers do. that yeah that, that's very good i think what you guys do is is, is great because uh, i know a lot of people what they do is when trying to jump into a marketplace uh, of different language the only th- the only thing they might do is like google translation or something like that which is oh, very bad I for know. your pros and i think offering a service like you which is I agree with you. It's not just about the language. I think it's also about understanding the culture, about understanding the traditions of, of that of that marketplace. Because sometimes, even if you use the same English, for example, of a listing in UK, it's not going to work the same in USA. Because even if the English is similar, there are some uh, keywords like uh, slam uh, keywords that yes. might make a big difference. So yeah, I think that's very good to understand and to, of course, implement in each single listing. But Actually, I have one question now relating to this topic, which is 
based on all the experience that you have working with all these businesses, helping them jump from USA to Europe, what do you think is nowadays the main um, the main concern or the main obstacles that they are afraid to jump and that you, of course, help them overcome that and jump into Europe when doing the transition? I, I think the first one is actually VAT. Mm, yes. VAT, because uh, since since Brexit is out, um, we or the American sellers don't have this possibility anymore to jump in the UK, where it's the easiest for them, and then mm. spread from there. So yeah. it's much more complex. They now have to either send directly the goods into uh, uh, into Germany because Germany is the best place actually yeah. to start with, uh, or you know they uh, because or they just sell in the UK. Yeah. So I think I think the first thing is like the hurdles of the legal stuff they need to fight yeah. through, which is really I can confirm it's really not hard. A lot of bureaucracy. Yeah. You, yeah. you just have to have the right company, like for example HelloTax, who is yeah. helping you to do that. It's just give it to them. They do everything. Are, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you you are a company owner. You don't have to deal with all of this. Yeah. You know, it's it's just the same as hiring company like you come see hiring a company like Margin Business. You, you don't have to do all that stuff. That's why we are here. And if you're not able to pay this yet, then maybe you need to think about either funding or yeah. wait it out a little bit and don't waste your money just by doing everything yourself and uh, especially your time. So the yeah. second point is definitely um, uh, localization. Okay. Because what many people get wrong is they think they translate the listing from English mm. And then yeah. it's all good into the main language from a native speaker. And then, yay, we have a listing. That's good. No, is yeah. the, is, is the, um, the translator actually a, a, a content writer? Yeah. Does the, is the, has the, 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 the translator knowledge of Amazon? Yeah. Has he knowledge of marketing? Does he know all these things? You know, Does, is he a keyword? Um, Researcher. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like the word specialist. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's just say he knows <laughs> what he's doing. There's yeah. a few tools out there, how we can do it. So there are so many facts you have to consider. Um, but this is, I think this is the main hurdle where, where I think the, when the Americans come uh, and want to sell in the European Union, they do. Because I spoke with so many that say, yeah, I did it already. They already spread over Europe and they are Google translated. But we don't sell yeah. that much. Yes, for sure you don't sell that much. That's, yeah. uh, you know, and even though some, some even tell me they make a lot of money already. So I told yeah. them, listen, imagine you know, if you do it right. <laughs> exactly. You can do you can do five times more, you know. It's like, you know, just yeah. some crazy numbers which nobody have thought, you know. And we have seen this with Chinese sellers, you know. Yeah, for we sure. We have seen this. They yeah. made millions on the European marketplaces, and now they understand that there needs to be the listing needs to be optimized and localized, and even the photos optimized and localized, yeah. you know. And now they even said they, they, they're getting stronger and stronger by the day, you know, and they understood this now. So uh, they're at some point, it's really hard to compete with them. And when we have the strong American companies coming through, then we have actually somebody who can compete with all the foreign sellers that we have uh, at the moment, you know. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just agree with you. I mean, so many people jump into Europe and they're just using, as you said, the Google translation or Amazon. They're doing just fine. We have seen that in our clients. And as soon as we do the localization, I mean, the difference exactly. is huge. It's huge. hundred uh, percent. Now, um, another question I also have uh, regarding these people that is looking to jump into Europe based mm -hmm. on your extensive experience about around doing this. Do you recommend jumping into all European countries at the same time when doing this jump? Or do you have usually a process in mind that you advise your clients, like start just with Germany and then expand? 
what do you usually recommend to your clients to do when doing this transition? Okay, what we usually say is, first of all, we're gonna we're gonna ask them to give us their bestseller product. Okay. So we look we're looking at the product, okay, and then we're gonna check. Obviously, uh, let's let's keep UK apart. It's a good jumping yeah. board. Was was a good jumping board, but now it's not anymore. But it's yeah. a very good marketplace, and there's very strong. You can you know sell a lot there. But yes. let's 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 take it from mainland Europe now, which is uh, uh, the, the 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 major uh, seven EU countries uh, from Amazon. Yeah. Um, we, I would always start with Germany. Um, okay. If the product is good for the European Union, or if we think that it's good, so we would go back to the client and say, "Listen, this product um, has a potential in the European Union, or this product is a risk for the European Union. If you still yes. want to do it, go ahead, do it. You know, mm. but we would say like there is a risk, don't do it, or or you can do it." Okay. Um, because what we don't want, the last thing that we want is the customers losing money. We don't want yeah. that. We want them yes. to make money, you know, yes, because, course, because, yeah. because we want to help. It's not, it's not just about the cash. Obviously, a business needs to, to, to grow and need to thrive, you know. But, but in the first place, it's really to help in order. That's why we as well do all these videos. Because we yeah. want to help with the knowledge, um, um, want, to, um, want to increase their confidence um, and understand exactly which steps they have to take, you know, because there is a few steps to take and they have to understand um, where they put their, uh, uh, their feet into. So Germany, first one, why Germany? Because it's uh, the easiest, they have the easiest distribution system out of the, mm. uh, into the European Union. And yes. it's the biggest, it's the biggest, the largest marketplace in the European Union. Yes. Um, then is France, uh, then is uh, Spain, and then is Italy. As as far yeah. as I as, uh, if I didn't uh, forget yeah, about I think the numbers. it's like that. But I mean, it keeps changing. Spain, but Italy. Yeah, yeah, it keeps changing. Yeah. Yes, but this is yeah. like the, the 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 main. And then we have as well. We have the Netherlands. We have Sweden, yeah. and we have Poland now. Um, these are marketplaces we recommend to do because then you are one of the first ones. But if you're yes. on a budget, if you're on a budget, I always recommend only to do the four, and later on. To make it uh, slowly for the other ones, but if you can afford it, go all in, all in for the European yeah. Union because there is where the money is at the moment. You have about the same size of customers potential in the European Union as in the US, and the market yeah. is a lot less competitive. So ship your goods into 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 Germany. Try to figure out um, either you send directly from China, um, wherever your uh, uh, wherever your manufacturing site is, ship it into a port in the, into the northern part of uh, uh, of Germany. Um, yep. Get somebody clear it, put it into a warehouse, ship it little by little uh, into the uh, Amazon uh, facilities, and let's go. You can do it. You know, it's um, it's a very very easy, straightforward process. Um, it's kind of the small US, but every uh, single state has different um, not laws. Um, like you, like in the U.S., you have you have the different states, but you can you know you can sell everywhere without any issue. You don't have to do a tax number. So just imagine yeah. Europe. Europe is a uh, is a small state where you uh, when you go cross border, you have to uh, uh, comply with with all the legal uh, requirements with uh, um, VAT and yeah. as well maybe as well with uh, product packaging uh, advices. Um, supplements are not accepted in in some countries some yes so yes. there there is a few regulations but anyway to keep yeah. it clo uh, to keep it very <laughs> uh, very straightforward germany is the place to start everything that's great that's great good good that's good to know uh, yeah i think um, 
the same for us. We receive a lot of inquiries. People, the number one question besides all the VAT uh, and complications is always which marketplace to start. And I totally agree with you, which the best bet is to start with the, with the biggest one, in this case, Germany, and then use that as a ramification to expand. Like people used to do with UK. Now I think now Germany became the UK to do that bridge yes, exactly. jump from USA to Europe, which is great. Now, um, when you when you advise this company to jump, for example, from USA to Europe, eh, do you usually recommend this for companies that have already reached like their peak in in USA, like in terms of they already have done everything that they can in PPC in USA, they have done all the optimization, eh, they are already like let's say 85 percent there of what whatever they can reach in USA. Or do you also advise these two brands that maybe are not yet there in, in full potential in USA and do this jump? Um, the reason why I ask you this is because, I mean, of course, it's important to do the jump to Europe to start expanding your brand. But sometimes I have seen people doing the jump too early. Yes. And then what happens is that you start diversifying your budget for PPC and resources to thing, And then none of the marketplaces end up working very well, right? So... Do you have like a revenue uh, that usually recommend people uh, to hit in USA before making the jump? Or it's really dependent on the product and budget that they have behind the brand when doing this uh, transition from USA to Europe? Okay. I, I think that it's very important, uh, first of all, to know which product. Um, and then as well, the budget. Because yeah. we know US is a great place in order to boost your sales. Yes. So I, I would recommend, you know, uh, right now, because we are in a very, very professional environment, uh, everything mm. gets more professional, everything mm. gets more uh, tense, you know, um, companies coming in, they have a lot of money on advert, spending a lot of money on aggregators, aggregators, <laughs> exactly, the aggregators, they spend a lot, they have an illimited budget on, on advertising, yeah. we have companies from China, which have an illimited budget on, uh, on advertising. Um, yeah. And which are directly at the source. That means that they really, they have the manufacturer and they can directly ship in. So they have no intermediate. They can just crash the prices, everything. you know? Yeah, exactly. So these two points I would consider. So if you are like a, a private seller, you have a small private label, small private label, I would consider as a half a million um, or mm. a, a turnaround in, uh, in one year. Yeah, I I would maybe not um, go uh, in, yet into the European Union, okay. because because you will you will have different um, yeah budget issues afterwards because you need to consider the listing optimization, yeah. you know the whole process of localization of the listing, the new mm. photos maybe, yeah. um, VAT needs to pay up needs to be mm. paid up front. Yeah. Um, there is, a, you know, setting maybe setting even up an entity if you if you want mm -hmm. that, or uh, you, you know, there there is so many different things which you have to put into consideration. So I mm. would I would say if you're under that level, try to boost your sales within the U.S. If we talk about a company who make 10 million, for example, uh, um, revenue in the U.S. and they are not in the European Union, definitely they need to look yeah, into. They need to. It. They need to yeah. Then there's something <laughs> missing out. You know, not only the European Union. There is we have now the United Arab Emirates. Mm. We have the new yeah. marketplace, Egypt, which yeah. has uh, and it, only Cairo is is uh, is nine million people or huge, yeah, or even big. more, you know. So it's uh, there is a huge market which is waiting for you uh, outside, and once you're there, you can as well go to Japan. Yeah, just put into consideration you need to really um, have knowledge of the market 
that mm. somebody localize your listings and understands yeah. what these customers are like and how their behavior is uh, towards uh, goods and as well towards how you speak with them through the listing. Because now in our world, we don't pick up the phone anymore. Uh, we really write, uh, when you write an email, you have almost yeah. to be a copywriter right now, you know, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because everything is everything is expressed through writing right now. So who is now a good copywriter has a, it's has a, a very good, yes, has a, <laughs> and, and has a very good hand as well as something very, very good in their hand. So like I said, if you have a good product, if you have a high budget, go and try to um, make as much as possible as well in the other countries, but make sure that you hit um, your maximum already in the US. Because yeah. if you didn't, the US has a lot as well uh, to give and, and can even increase your sales by uh, crazy amounts uh, you know, of numbers. We know there's uh, seven, eight, um, nine-figure sellers in the US. Um, yeah. And obviously not every brand can reach that, you know? But, yes, of course, yeah. But, you know, if, if you have a stable company and you have a stable income, let's, uh, I would, let's say 500,000 upwards, between mm -hmm. 500,000 and 1 million, and you have a yeah. good margin and you can afford going to the European Union, I definitely recommend to, in order to double your sales up, uh, and I would even say double your sales up within the next following 12 to 24 months. Okay. Yeah, th that's great. I mean, I, I think besides all that that you mentioned, uh, another thing um, to also consider f uh, is making sure that your your home marketplace, it can be Europe and the other way around, jump into USA, is fully optimized. Because I see that mistake so many times. They start selling one marketplace and within one month, okay, let's jump worldwide. And then that end up being a catastrophe because I think when you spread your budget so thin with these huge competitors, that's that's a big, that, I think that's a big mistake because then you cannot compete on advertisement, you cannot compete in price, and then you end up having like five, six marketplaces that are dead, right? So yeah, that's a good advice for sure. Now, um, another question I also have when doing this job, um, when you offer a, this service of helping doing the transition, it can be to Europe or let's say other marketplaces. Um, do you also help uh, doing like a market analysis uh, to understand if this is a right fit for your product? Because I understand that some marketplaces based on culture and traditions, even if you do the best optimization in terms of listing and images and everything, for certain barriers based on, on yeah, on the culture and the behaviors of, of that community, it might not work, right? So do you think that's also very important to do? I mean, doing a market research before jumping into a marketplace or you still jump into the marketplace and test it before making a decision if it works or not? Um, no, um, what, actually what, what we do, like um, when, when somebody comes to us and asks us, can we sell, we want to sell in the European Union, for example, we have to, have, we have to do a research. That okay. means that there is tools out there like Zonguru, yeah. like uh, Helium 10, who can yeah. help you with that? So we use these tools in order to understand if this market is, is good for the product. Uh, we don't do it in all marketplaces. Obviously, if there's a request to do for all marketplaces, we do that. But normally, yeah. we take the main marketplace, which is uh, Germany. We, we check the product on there. If there is any possibility, if this product can go far, um, do a quick as well research on Google how, how it helps. So we do a marketing analysis uh, in order to understand and in order to tell the client if this is uh, useful for him 
if he jumps uh, into uh, into this market with his product. And if it's not the case, um, we would advise him that there might be uh, an issue. But if he still wants, we we would not say no, we don't do it. But we still do, we we will try our best in order to promote it correctly and to write correctly and to um, to to promote it as well to the right um, audience through the keywords. Because when you're in the local marketplace and you have the good keywords, which, for example, foreign sellers don't know, we can under, mm. under, underline it. Yes. Um, we have a special, um, a special, uh, how is it called? A, um, <laughs> a special yeah. layer, a special okay. layer. Yeah. Uh, three, la three layers. Uh, a process, research. basically. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. A process, sorry. Um, and this is uh, how we how we do it. I mean, first, uh, second, and then third. And these keywords actually come up and might not come up for mm. other sellers, or they might not recognize them. So we put okay. them in, and th this is how we can understand if there is a real possibility in order to sell this product uh, um, or not. Okay, that's good. Yeah, th thank you for for mentioning that. I think it's it's good that. I mean that you explain this to the audience because uh, as we've been discussing it's not just about translation the fact that you guys go very deep and also go into the oh. data and, and understand the the localization for product I think that's that's the main thing when doing a, a jump into a new marketplace it's not just about translation it's about understanding your customer avatar and optimizing the listing around that exactly sure. exactly exactly good so I have a, one final question before we wrap up today's episode. And I think that final question would be more around what kind of tip or advice uh, would you recommend to a person when when doing this localization or doing the jump to marketplace in terms of optim optimizing their listing? So what is the number one thing that you see people missing that you think is very important when people doing the, the optimization of their listing in terms of keywords and writing the listing? Okay, Glo globally, what, what uh, the message that I want to give is don't hire just somebody on, on, on demand, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, to, uh, like to hire somebody on, let's say, Upwork. I don't say that people on Upwork are not good. Yeah, they're good. Fiverr are yeah. not good. They are professionals. They know what they yeah. do. But the problem is they are not in the team. So yeah. they are, they, they, it's everyone needs an adaption time. And that time mm. you know, on, the, on these marketplaces you don't have. Yeah. And for example, us, we don't hire on demand. We have these people with us. So if we get a project, we sit down with them, we, we make them, everyone needs to understand what this project is. Yeah. And they know already about Amazon. So mm -hmm. it's much easier for a company like ours to jump in a project like this than if you hire somebody who does, who does translation. That's why yeah. as well, the, the main uh, word, I don't, it's not that I don't like it, but I love to say localization. Yeah. Know? Because oh, yeah. you localize your listing. Uh, translation, yeah. every, anyone can do it. You know, if you're a yeah. good translator, you can translate it. You know, yeah, software not... tools out there as well that does it. Does exactly, it, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but you're not, you're not a localization uh, uh, person or somebody who knows uh, what it's about. Have you been traveling a lot? You know, have yeah. you been uh, seeing the world through different eyes? Have you lived in different countries? All of this is, is a need that you, you need to understand all of these, these aspects in order to understand a culture, maybe even to speak their language, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't speak all the languages in the world. I speak a few languages, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I, ca I cannot, um, for example, go uh, speak French and Spanish, but I will not be able 
to do the same work as a French and Spanish native speaker. So of course. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, but I understand the cultural differences. And this is how I can as well bring across anybody who is working with me on a project to make them understand, listen, this is your country. You need to know this, this is this. And yeah, make it, make it, make it good for them. Make it good for the customers, for the customer av avatar. And yeah. when they're working a long time with us, they all know all of this. So this is my uh, main advice. Um, go to somebody uh, professional. Don't try to do everything on your own. Click buttons and hire people. You will spend. <laughs> you, we will spend more time. More, yeah, in the long more term. More time as well. to organizing yeah. everyone. Yeah. You know, uh, it, which is not who is not even in your team because most of the freelancers don't want to be part of the team. They want to yeah. work on their own. They're, that's why they're freelancers. Yeah, so, yeah. so for future projects, for example, they might be working on other projects and then other projects. And, yeah. With companies like ours, or there is other companies out there, yours as well, uh, Ecomsi, you you have the people who are in the in the team who understand. Each it's other. like buying a team that comes to your company. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And this is yeah. and this is exactly and this is what the aggregators are doing as well right now. Yeah, you know, or they might as well need to do more because they do a little bit of 50-50 at the moment. They yeah. hire, for example, somebody for hundred thousand per year, yeah. like an executive from Amazon. Yeah. You know, but it's only one person, you know, yeah. instead of hiring a whole team, which they can bring in and, and they understand uh, what they do, you know, because the one person they hire for 100K, for example, he needs as well to hire another team. That means yeah. there's a, there is more time. It's, it's all a headache. Why yeah. don't just it's like like we do. My my um, my vision or what I do all the time is I do one thing good. You know, yeah. one thing. My team does one thing good. Yeah. The rest, I'm calling up Vincenzo. Vincenzo, please help. Yeah. The rest, I'm calling up an, an, another uh, another a partner of mine. Hello, Tech. Yeah. Please. Do That's this. the best way. You know. That's the best and way. Then, yeah. And when this is, and then the other ones is the one who who's bringing traffic to the Amazon listings. It's not that yeah. I cannot do it. I don't want to learn it. Yeah. And we I don't, don't want specialize on that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we work all together, and this yeah. is this is how it should be. You know, because and we, we are happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very short. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Omar, uh, once again, I appreciate all, all the knowledge you brought today. I mean, you have such a so much experience on this. So I think for sure I'm going to have you back to discuss this topic in more depth. But yeah, I appreciate it. And now before we close today's episode, I want you to, of course, mention to the audience where people can find you, uh, how they can get in contact with your team to help with all this service of localization translations so people can get a grab of you. Yeah. Okay. So you can find us normally on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn is a place we are very active. So marginbusiness.com or, or mm -hmm. just um, under my, my uh, profile, you will find everything when you type in marginbusiness um dot com uh, as well the website like i said already before yeah. <laughs> marginbusiness.com and if you want to talk with me directly it's omar at marginbusiness.com as well great this is uh, and we can help you with everything what you need for localization optimization uh everything is included keyword research um everything what is actually uh, the listing from pictures to to uh, a plus uh to text in different languages, oh. even for the United Arab Emirates or for Saudi Arabia. That's great. What else do you need? Contact. Everything in one exactly. place. <laughs> That's great. Thank you once again, Omar. We definitely uh, going to keep in touch and eventually do another episode. But yeah, I appreciate all the knowledge and I'm sure people is going to find it very helpful. 
Thank you very much. Okay. Thank so we you keep so in much, touch. Intenso. Keep in Take touch. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. Have a nice day. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.